Thank y'all for coming. We got our special guest coming in. Uh, we here on an episode. It's in everything we do. Got my co-host, my man Sway. Show love, yay yay. <laughs> and we got our special guest, Reverend Angela. Yay <laughs> yay. Uh, we about to uh, have an uncomfortable conversation. In reference to religion and relationships, or having relationships and you have different religion, and that joint was that joint's gonna be fire. It's it's gonna be fire. When you think about relationships, when you have to bring different religions into it, is we have to definitely find that that understanding maturity level, like within it, to have that conversation being. Enforced, presented, like it has to be able to withstand all levels of understanding on different aspects. Because me personally, uh, I was always uh, raised to if you a family that prays together stays together, mm. and that is like a real be- one of my biggest beliefs inside of me that keeps me sturdy and strong when it comes to understanding the person I'm in a relationship with is that if we definitely can't pray together, we definitely not going to be able to stay together because it's the rough times. We need to choose each other the wrong way, you know, the right way. We need to choose ourselves in our bad times. And I think that's just one of those things that just a uh, rough patch for certain things to find that level of deeper in understanding because you got to, you got to know where to meet them, pick them up from, navigate, um, you know, and, and like, like I said before, I think it's a challenging when you, especially when you have kids with a person and they have different mm-hmm. religion culture. Cause that's the first thing you think about is like, well, how are we going to drop our child off the mass or to the temple and things like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's, that's like be you said day. in the previous, that's like you said in the previous episode, you know, um, you, you, uh, what makes you, what, uh, how did, I forgot. I'm trying to remember the words that you use. I can't quote you. And I'm trying to get the meaning that I, because that's what I usually remember first. Before I can quote you, I, I always memorize the meaning. It's like you, what did you just say before that? Last episode? Yeah, no, but you just said a few minutes ago. A few um, seconds ago. Finding that understanding um, in a relationship. Yeah, whether you're a good or bad person. You said something in the previous episode that Oh my good, my bad and my it's like a Yeah, like you you said um you take me at my worst. Yeah before you take me at my best. That's what that's the meaning I got. Yeah. That's the part that I remember. I can't quote your words on that episode until I go look at the episode, but that's what you just reiterated just now in what you said a few minutes ago. You know, don't 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 take me when I'm good. You know, take me when I'm at my worst. And that'll let you know you really, you really, you really get, you really down for me. Right. You know, because everybody cool with you when you on your feet. Yeah, I think. Yeah, my personal experience, you really find out who's real when you, when you down. You know, okay. and yeah. without going into it, you know my story. So. Yeah. I found out who was real for me and to me. And and then when I and I made that promise to myself, if when I get on my feet, I'ma always remember those people. 
first. You know, the ones who only come around when you up. Yeah. They don't want nothing to do with you when you ain't when you when you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. The ones that stuck with you. That's the ones that stuck with you when you was down. You know, you 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 never forget them. And you can't ever pay them people back. You can only pay it forward. Right. You know. And you was one of them people. You know, you you told me some certain things about a job. And I told I looked you straight in your eyes and I was like, bro, don't play with me. <laughs> because you know my story. Yeah. Outside of my own family, you one of the few people on one hand that I can count with more fingers left over, uncounted for, unaccounted for, than I have counted for. And that's what made me look you straight in your eye like, bro, don't play with me. You know my story. Don't tell me nothing like that and get me all hyped up. And you look me straight back in my eye and said, I'm not playing with you. I promise you, ever since then, I haven't looked back. I'm, I mean, I'm, you once you meet your bottom, it's only one direction you can go. And like a rock, you should never run out of that fuel to go up. And that's yeah. where I'm at now. And I will always, forever, and eternally be completely humble, grateful, appreciative, and all them synonymous words to you. Because I don't ask nobody for no help. And you were just sitting there waiting. He's like, that's why I want to help you so much, because you don't ask nobody for no help. And you struggle. And I, you have to deal with your own struggle. You, you did all of that for me. You watched all of that. You paid attention. And I'm always be grateful and love you like a brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm older than you, so you my little bro. But I call you big. I call you big little bro, and you know why? You know, that's our little inside joke and all that shit. So, but, Robert, you know, the question we was asking is, um, well, I was giving a scenario. Um, we that uh, when do you know that you're able to start to have that understanding where you can present a conversation um, when you're in a relationship? to say that it's to speak on it when we have like a kid or whatever and we have to have that conversation on which path the child is going to actually know what the which path the child is going to take and also when we enter in a relationship and we have different religions do who can who can conform to what side so if I'm Christian and I'm and I'm the man in a relationship and you Islamic or Hindu or whatever your beliefs is who makes the decision to go over to go where to follow somebody because in my experience I know someone that followed their their man over to keep their man happy because that's what he is you know he she followed him that way We'll, we'll see again. Communication is the number one thing. I'm sorry if y'all looking at my nose, but I'm in my car. <laughs> um, but communication is the number one thing. Um, and those decisions have to be made jointly and they have to be made without uh, ego getting in the way. And when I say that, I say that meaning this, um, a lot of times we say, oh, because the man is the man, the woman should follow the man. But that may not always be what's best for both people. Mm, mm-hmm. um, mm, you have yeah. to do what's best for yeah. both people. And me yeah. following you blindly, um, because guess what? Even in Christianity, they say that a woman should follow her husband. But if he ain't going in the right direction, why am I going <laughs> to follow him? Okay. I don't need nobody to take me to hell. I can take myself there by myself. Okay. Right. I, can bad. I can I can do um, bad by myself. You're I right. can do bad by myself. That's it. And then yeah. even with rearing children, those are conversations you have when the relationship are still in the blush. 
Mm. Because before you even, my thing is, okay, like y'all said on the first one, we meet in the middle of the street. Come in, you. Come in, you. Mm. When we meet in the middle of the street, um, once we begin talking, instead of talking about all this old fragonaggle stuff about uh, what music you like, um, you should be talking at first about, especially if you both are looking to get in, uh, get into committed relationships, you should be talking about what relationships look like to you all. Well, and, and it shouldn't be a thing where, oh, we're going to sit down today and we're going to talk about this. It should flow organically. If I really like spending time with you, there are some things that I'm going to reveal to you um, just because I like talking to you. But another problem we make is a lot of times we meet in the middle of the street and we fall right in the middle of the street and start having sex before we have a conversation. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah that's the norm now. Let's get busy then get to know each other. And then when you get run over by the bus, you want to know why you got ran <laughs> over by the bus. You got ran over by the bus because you dumb it. Oh, I'm your dumb tail fell in the middle of the street. And uh, oh, you start oh. talking to each other. Rev, no, the Rev almost lost the child. Yeah, she almost gave it to you. I said for you because you're dumbass. <laughs> right. So, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll right. say it for you. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so, and then we wonder why things don't go right. Things don't go right because mm -hmm. we don't talk. We're not friends. Mm -hmm. How can I marry you and call you my significant other? Or how can I date you or live with you and call you my significant other when I can't even talk to you about what's really on my mind? Mm. Yeah, we hustle backwards in that field. Yeah. A lot, of, we, a lot of people hustle backwards. We hustle backwards. And the other thing we do is we try to, we try to turn lust into love. <laughs> lust and love are two different things. Yes, lust is, I want your body. Love starts out with the mind. Mm -hmm. If I can't mm -hmm. talk to you, I can't love you. Yeah. And I, I mm. apologize for this in advance, but if you're dumber than a box of rocks, I can't talk to you. You there's some people out here dumb as a box of rocks. Ain't no apologies. That's don't apologize for them, Rev. Nah, they, they they exist. And you know what and we they, talk about in religion? We talk about being equally yoked. But how can I be mm -hmm. equally equally yoked with you if I can't even hold an intelligent conversation with you? Well, if I can't if it's one you, thing that turns me on more any more than anything else, it's it's intelligence from the opposite sense. Oh you. my goodness. Thank you. Oh because my if I can't gosh. talk to you, oh my if you can't even <laughs> wait a minute. Hey Red, hey Red, check this out. While you get that together, can I say this? Go ahead. If if women wanted men to cuddle more often, have intelligent conversation before the physical act. Oh yeah, we gonna yeah, we wanna know what you're gonna say after all that. Let's cut. Yeah, we can cut away after that, because I right. know you got something to say. Right. And, you know, and it's not all that, physical. I want cuddling before we even fall into the set, mm. because mm. an intellectual mm -hmm. conversation can be more intimate than um, 
the whole thing that an ankh represents, which is the act you know, for procreation. I'm trying not to say things too dirty and gritty. You know, you know, you made a big point when you clap with your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, indeed. Boy, I mean, intelligence you gotta, is something. You got to stimulate me here before you can do anything there. Mm -hmm. At least for That's me. That's what they call make love to her mind first. Amen. You know. Amen. Mm -hmm. so if you can't, if you can't make love to me intellectually, I know you can't touch my body. Mm. I should be able to cuddle. Matter of fact, if you really into me and dig me, I should be able to lay my head on your shoulder and watch a movie with you and you not even try to make a move until you understand where we are intellectually. I'm in trouble. So when, you, when we are actually have a relationship and we're building trust in one another, my my question I forgot to act uh, piggyback off of that is, do the man make the decision, and the woman has to trust that the decision that that man made for their no. beliefs? No. no. Well, I, a, a, a good before you before you chime in, um, um, before you speak, Rev. Um, my pain my opinion is, it's not always the man. I mean, the man they say the man's supposed to lead, the woman's supposed to follow. But it's truthfully a, a, a good man and a real man will go with the better decision. And it's not always his. Sometimes the man gives the better decision. Sometimes the woman gives better decision. If you're a good woman and you're a good man and a real man and a real woman, you're going to go with the better decision, not the sex decision. Like I'm the man, you're the woman. That's all need to be said. Nah, you're going to go with the better one. Sometimes she gives the better decision. Sometimes you do. To me, that's where like that teamwork. And, and with religion or with anything in the relationship, if we're willing to put our prides and our egos aside and look out for what is best for everyone involved, then we can make the best decision. Um, like I said before, there are some men that I have met that call themselves Christians that I wouldn't even follow them down the steps and around the corner. Hmm. Okay. However, <laughs> I have met a man who called himself an atheist that I would follow anywhere hmm. because he showed that he had that great decision-making skills and hmm. that he was concerned not just about not himself, but he was concerned about both of us. Hmm. And so he respected what I believed. So that's trust. That's a lot. That's trust. That goes a long way too. Right. Like and you don't so, have to just and trust. And you it. trust each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I know I'm turning the tables a little bit. So you meet a woman. You're Christian. Um. Let's say this Let's woman say, is a Taoist. Okay? You don't really know anything about Taoism. You all start dating. Or I should say talking. Okay? You start talking. And um, you begin to say, hey, I really dig her. 
Is there a point where you feel like you need to start converting her to what you believe? Hmm. I would start introducing it to her because that gives her the ability to make her decision making for herself. Whether it's something that she can do, whether it's something she can understand, because we have to introduce certain things to people to see if they're comfortable with it. So I, I think being introduction to things, being, you know, introducing to it, well, you'll get that reaction and we'll know which, which direction you should go with your furthermore. And see, that's, that's, that's in everything. So I don't feel like it's a, a go my way or go your way because we might even decide to stay where we are and make it work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get it what don't I'm always saying? Line up. Yeah, you don't always line up the way you it, dream it's going to line up. Right. right. And, and just because we're different faiths don't mean we can't go to the church house the church or, the house temple or the temple or wherever together. Unless you would, like you said before, Jehovah Witness, because they don't step, they're not supposed to stay, well, they say they don't step inside of church buildings, but you can somehow come to their building and, right. and do their thing. That that don't make sense. Because that that's no because sense. of conversion and proselytization. They want to be able to proselytize you, proselytize you, mm -hmm. and, and get you converted. But they're not mm -hmm. supposed to step into a church. Um. And that's why and I that's said why, that that religion that, and some and others some are other unique in their stance. Um, and also, it depends on the leader in that particular uh, I would say that particular say that congregation. congregation. Mm. So, so, with if, 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 if the person if is following the doctrine, doctrine or the the, the, the actual the overall outcome of the outcome religion, of it, it personalizes or has that vision of knowing when something is acceptable in their relationship or not, because they have to stay towards the doctrine and, stay, and it has to like follow them better. I, you know what, honestly, um, for real, for real, I am, I am ordained in my faith. Uh, however, if I was to get involved with a man, which I can't right now, I'm married, I'm married, <laughs> but if I was to get involved with a man, speaking hypothetically, whose religious beliefs spoke to me more than my belief system did. And over a period of time, I could see where um, being a part of that faith might be more uh, beneficial to me, um, feeds me better, or whatever. I might be convinced to leave where I am to go where he is. Um, but I would accept I would expect that same amount of openness from that person uh, to follow me. Mm -hmm. I have a balance. Right. You got it. About that's what I'm. And also, just one more point I want to make. Um, when you're talking about religion and relationships, um, 
you're talking about two people who are trying to bring 100% to that relationship. Somebody so said to me the other day, you that person got to bring their 50 and you got to bring their 50. No, to make a relationship whole, each person has to bring 100% of themselves into that relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Because if yes, you indeed. only bring in 50%, you messed you have, up you have stepping. Right. You literally have stepping. <laughs> exactly. You have stepping. And, and what's the old song to say? Ain't, Ain't no half no stepping. Step That's right. You know, That's it. You, you can't have step. Jabez, mm. you look like you mulling over something in there. What's up? I feel like sure. like um when you when you for me it's never the hundred percent. It's always I ask for twenty-five and I give twenty-five. Together we make fifty. The other fifty we learn together. Because I always have to have room to grow. If you come into something where you don't give yourself room to grow, you're gonna you you limit yourself to your peripheral of seeing more. But you misunderstand the hundred percent because when I bring a hundred percent of me and you bring a hundred percent of you, there's still room to grow because even in that hundred percent, we're still not complete. And when I say bring a hundred percent, I mean a hundred percent commitment, a hundred percent work ethic, a hundred percent willingness to be in that. Because see, the problem is we don't realize that relationships are work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When the love is gone, and let me tell you let something, I don't care how I love you all with somebody. At some point, love is going to be gone in that relationship. And it's going to take work to get back to that love. Yeah. Because you're going to have disagreements, but you got to be willing. And even at 100%, there's still room for growth. Mm-hmm. Like, Jabet, like Jay, would you would you really want a woman to give you half of her? Knowing the type of person you are, you're not gonna bull crap, you're not gonna bullshit with her. You're gonna put you're gonna keep it out. You gonna how you gonna keep it a hundred with me? How you gonna keep it a hundred with her, but accept her fifty percent? She's not keeping it a buck with you. No, 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 that's no, not what I mean. Like when I mean twenty-five is uh not literally like that's what I'm gonna give like the half of myself. What I mean is, you know, in this relationship, we we gotta learn to yeah. To have room to have that mutual understanding halfway through it, to so we can understand where we're going more and more. So, um, really be able to have that comfortable conversation in that uncomfortable moment about uh, my religion beliefs and where you see our vision going for our family. If we have a family, do you want a family? Where do you see the structure roles and doing it? Uh, it has to be that thing to allow us to understand where that conversation needs to be safe at, where it's comfortable having it safe at to talk about it. And I think that when relationships that have different religion has to be comfortable enough to have a safe place to talk about it at. And it needs to be either be in our home together or in at your place to worship or at my place of worship. Just got to have that, that safe place of doing it. But we're not saying two separate things, though, Jabez. We're actually saying the same thing, just in a different way. Because when I tell you communication is key, 
we should be able to talk about the hard stuff as well as the easy stuff. Yeah. And when I say 100%, I'm not saying that it's not room to grow. I'm saying that that 100% means that I have to be willing to grow with you and you have to be willing to grow with me. Or we don't need to be together. And that still comes a part of those conversations in the first blush of love that leads to that. Because if you wait till you get married to talk about those things, you done already messed up. It's, it's too, too late. late. <laughs> yeah. Your marriage yeah. is then riddled with um, uh, problems and disagreements. If you wait until you engaged, you waiting too late to talk about it. Because now you've made a commitment because engagement is more than just one step above dating. Engagement is really you're married and the only thing is missing is the pronouns. Right. Right. It's like rehearsal. Exactly. Well, I want to say this conversation has been very very educational for me because I feel like um, I've always had the wrong outlook on because the relationship was different. It, because of the, the relationship that had religion and it was different for me, I felt like I limit myself in the matter. Like I um put a cat or a barrier on it because I was like, well, you know what? I feel like this ain't going the route that I wanted to go, and it's going a little differently, and it's 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 it's, it's not flowing like it was. I think I'm going exit stage left a little bit so I can have a smooth transition to get the hell out of your way because you, 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 you're not, you, you actually, that could be a good you, thing. That yeah. before it gets too toxic, you actually yeah. got the mind frame to get out I of there. I made so many alter, alterations to who I am and how I do things yeah. to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm starting to forget how I am and who I am. And you can still be cool with the person because you didn't wait until it was too late to sever yeah. anything out. But like you said earlier, like you said earlier, sway earlier before that you know when you when you know when to leave a relationship after you realize you know the sex is real good, but I gotta leave. I gotta go. But see that there we go, and therein lies the importance of conversation before the sex. Because I should have known before sex whether or not I could rock with you. And I'm not saying that you always know before sex, but at least you should have enough of a beginning of communication to say, hey, this nooker is crazy. Yeah. This nooker at is crazy. And I ain't fitting to deal with that. Uh, this knuckle right. is crazy. You, you understand? I'm telling you. Yeah. I, conversation opens up a lot. And you hear stuff. And this just like um, uh, Suede was talking about in one of the episodes about uh, people talking about they fought their mother or whatever. And that's a yeah. red flag to say you don't want to be involved with that person. Mm. Um, I love mine too much. other red flags come. Mm-hmm. You know what? The first time you feel like something is not right about that person, that person. That's not you, right. need you need to listen. That's not, 
how many how many times have you been in relationship with somebody where you got that feeling in the first couple of days the first couple of weeks like nah and but you kept pushing kept pushing kept pushing kept pushing and then when you got in it you're like yeah yeah some crazy ish when you should have just let go from the beginning uh what Maya Angelou you say when somebody, when somebody shows you shows who they really, they are, really are, believe them. Believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's in those moments where you find that real creativity <laughs> of the, exactly who the person they're trying to hide from you to be. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you, that hidden person is not as hidden as you were supposed. Yeah. Right. That That's hidden sale. person is right there near the surface. Mm-hmm. You just overlook the signs and the symptoms that they're crazy. Mm. I guess crazy is not the right word. That they're not the person for you. Uh, crazy to write this uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's, that's, that's why we... Good. The truth comes out first, Rev. You just did that. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, because for real, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the first time you showed me, bro, that you might be physically abusive, Matter of fact, Matter of fact mentally, mentally abusive, emotionally abusive. Oh, oh you either got to change gotta... that or I'm gone. Yeah. And now that's one of us going to jail and one of us going to the morgue. And I promise and I you, promise you, you going to the morgue and I'm going to the jail. Wow. Yeah. Because wow. you ain't going to beat on me. Right. They ain't talk about that double edged sword for nothing. You know, what's up? blades you try and get struck with I got a a question for you okay so if if I'm in a relationship and we able to have that that understanding of which relationship which religion is the best way to go for our family due to our furthermore like, like what is it that you're not prepared for or do you think there should be things should be should be more watchful in the relationship when it comes to submitting to another form of religion that's not your original state what 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 flags do you think being in a relationship you're going to come across is it traditions is it, uh celebrations is it uh, what the religion has an outlook of it like Honestly, um, one of the things you need to look for is how does it affect affect and affect you? Um, mm. Mm, big difference. Um, um, uh, in in a, in a visceral way, and I'm not necessarily talking about visceral bad. I'm talking about visceral good. So. How does this religion affect you? How do you feel? How, how do you feel received? Do you feel looked down upon? Do you feel lifted up? But then the question is, how does it affect you? Meaning, how does it uh, change your life? How does it change your relationship from the, from the beginning? This is This is not about what it does to you. But it's like, it's how like, does it change things? Oh, I see, I see, I see, I get it. I get it. And, and so, um, 
so you know before you decide to convert to say buddhism you need to you need to know about buddhism you know or you need to know about christianity because see if you're going into another religion based on what that other person says about the religion you're lost and you're not going to be happy but if you research that religion yourself and there's something about that religion that resonates with you that strengthens you that empowers you that makes the inner you feel good, then you can know whether or not that's where you want to go or not. Okay? But I can't accept anything based on your knowledge of it. Because like I said before, most people only know enough to fall off the curb, bump their head, die. And how much do you really know about the religion you say you're practicing? Right. A lot of people claim it, but don't even attend. Hello. Hello. And that's why Easter is the way it is. Don't mean that they are practicing. Do you know how many people go sit in a church, a temple, a mosque, a masjid, and don't really believe what's going on? They just going through the motions? No, I never knew that. And hedging their back? Oh, yeah. Just in oh, yeah. case there's something that comes after death, I'm gonna hedge my bet. Hmm. So, I, I got another question. Thanks for enlightening us on that. On that outlook, is that uh, when we're trying to consecrate uh, marriage in something? And we're like getting married, or we want to have that next level, next step. What is the understanding of it? Yeah. Wow. Now that's deep, right there. It is definitely deep. Um, marriage is a real special uh, commitment. Um, and depending on what your religious beliefs are and how deep you are into them um, depends on what that consecration is. Um, Because honestly, um, marriage should be so sacred that you should be able to actually quote unquote consummate it in the sacred space. Hmm. Um, let me say it this way. If you're a Christian and you get married and you really believe that your marriage is a blending of you, God, and that person, consummation could technically happen right there on the floor at the altar. Hmm. Okay. Because that intimacy has been sacred, made sacred from that joining together. And once it becomes sacred, everything about it is sacred. If you're a Buddhist and you believe that you get married, and, and let, me, let me first say this, if you're a Mahayana Buddhist or Zen Buddhist who do believe in the three Buddhas, the earthly Buddha, the heavenly Buddha, and the cosmic Buddha, 
um, there is a sacredness underneath of that belief system that that relationship should be able to be consecrated in a temple. Hmm. Because when you get married, you should be moving from, from the secular to the sacred. Now, unless you just don't have a belief system, then you may not see it that way. So with the belief system with is is what is going to consecrate the the relationship in that marriage because is it a divine divinity or is it just the 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 total overall aspect of what we're trying to accomplish and gain from from it all what consecrates that relationship is your dedication, dedication to that person, to that person. Um, uh, and, and let me say it this way. this way if, if I'm, a I'm a Buddhist and you're a Christian, you're a Christian we come together, and, come get together married, and get married okay, okay. if if I believe wholeheartedly that my faith system is going to be integrated into the marriage and you believe wholeheartedly that your faith system is going to be integrated into the marriage, then it's a consecrated marriage. Okay. And the way you um, show that consecration is the way you dedicate yourself to that person. Um, let me hit Christianity real quick. Um, you hear people quote Ephesians 5 all the, all the time about what a marriage is supposed to be like. Um, uh, woman is supposed to submit herself to her husband. But what we don't do is we don't read that chapter in its entirety. Because if we look at the verse before that, it said that we all submit, our, should submit ourselves to one another in the fear of the Lord. Then it says, says wives submit to your own husband. Own husband. Okay? That, that means that, that means if you and I marry, I, I can't submit this way. And I can't submit, can't to, submit your to your producer. But I should submit I should to you. Submit but but as, as a woman for myself, I'm not going to submit to you if you're not going in the right direction. Then under that verse, it goes through all these steps telling a man how he should love his wife. You're supposed to love you love your wife like Christ loved the church. You're supposed to sacrifice for your wife. You should be willing to give your life for your wife. Because the thing about it is, and the difference between men and women, is women tend to love unconditionally until you give them a reason not to. Men, Men tend to love, love based, on based on what they receive, what they receive. Hmm. or experience. Okay. And if what you're experiencing, quote unquote, ain't right, you're ready to hit the door. But if you love me like Christ loves <laughs> when bad times come, you should be willing to look out for me. You okay? okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Just, 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 like, I don't know if I got. 
Okay. All right, Sway, did you hear that? I heard the end of it. Oh. I was saying to him, when we talk about consecrating a marriage or consecrating a relationship and when it's consecrated, it depends on who we're marrying and how we each feel about our religion. Because I, I asked about uh, when you take religion into the marriage, how much deeper understanding are you going to have it? Because now you're in transition over to your significant other's religious outlook. She broke it down to us. And it's, 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 it's really deep. Because it matters. If you love the person. Right. And, and if I love you, I'm willing to explore what you believe with you. But the question is, are we both willing to put in the same amount of effort or the work? Yeah, that's the question. Straight up. Deeper than what you believe, what I believe, straight up, the number one question is, are you willing to do the work? That's a problem. That's where the problems kick in a lot, too. A lot of people, one person is, one person is used to receiving the work being done for them and the other one is used to putting in the work when that person gets tired of putting in the work okay now it's your turn they're yeah. not used to putting yeah. no work in they only used to receiving the work we'll see you know, but the, that's why you have to work together because yeah. it should never be a time where i'm working by myself it should mm -hmm. always be us working together yeah. now the um, way that we work together is if you, it's okay, so I'm going to use Suede this time. Okay, so Suede, if you and I are married, you're the better uh -oh. cook. And I'm the, I'm the better bill payer. Then it's my job to do the bills and your job to cook. Not because you the man, I'm the woman. It's because right. we're going on our strengths. Right. And if we go on right. our strengths, we're always working together towards something. And if we get caught up in what gender roles say we should be, we messed up. Yeah, and we should be involved in each other's strength too. That's right. Like I want to, I want to, I need to learn how to pay the bills. And then you need to learn how to cook. Exactly. Because, you know, we need to do it all together. Yeah. You ain't dishes all the that time either. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, so if, if, if wherever my weakness is, I should be willing to work towards getting stronger. And whatever my strength is, I should be willing to share it with my partner to make our marriage better or our relationship better. I agree. I agree too. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I definitely and that agree. also means sometimes you have to admit that you do have weaknesses because some people don't want to admit that they have weaknesses. That's the challenge. That's what I'm That's saying. You can't, like you said in the song, you can't hear what you never reveal. Yeah. If you don't reveal your weaknesses, then how are we going? How, how are we supposed to? I'm showing you mine, but you don't want to show me yours. Now you, now you practice leverage. You know, exactly. power exactly. And that's not going to work. You practice a, le le uh, leverage instead of commitment. Mm -hmm. You want to have that power over me in the house that we both paying for. That don't exactly. work. Exactly. 
when Again? If, it's, if it's our house it should be our, should power. Be our power yeah and then yeah. the other thing i want to say and back to the thing about children because i didn't i didn't address I didn't that address one either that. when you said about children, about children Jabez, we have to discuss have to, that even that. before we get to the point we, we have kids, kids. Because, because the way you were raised you impacts how you raise your kids and the way i was raised I was impacts how i raised my kids and if we don't have those discussions to figure out what we're going to take from each side and how we're going to handle this as a team, then that child can kill our marriage by playing mm. us against each other. And I'm, not, and I'm not just talking blended families here. I'm talking about the child that you and I bump uglies to make can kill our marriage. Yo, I'm done. She said bump uglies to make. Yo, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice because I can say some other terminology. I'm trying to be nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, if well, you heard what he said a couple times before, you wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, well, I, I want to thank y'all for this episode and, and everything that you have revved to make us knowledgeable and give us yeah. a better, deeper understanding to where when you're in a relationship and you have different religions, just just the all-around aspect of knowing like where the, the starting point the identifiers and to learn to communicate better to make that a better effective relationship. And I thank you for being a special guest on It's in Everything We Do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you. I apologize for the technical difficulties. And I that's the producers thing. will invite me again so that I can sit at the table and get in there and really feel the flow. Yeah. Oh, man. oh, she got. She definitely got to come back, uh, Jabez, because she said a game, not again, but a game. A game. Yeah. 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 A game. God bring oh, her back. Just enunciation. This stuff right, no, Brad. Remember Angela? Right. Right. <laughs> well, you well, guys, I love you, and it's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Ah. Now, these are my This is my love, and I love you too. <laughs> and it's in everything we do. Peace. Peace. Peace.